How do you balance work and family life when you're short on income? Keep listening to The Catholic Money Show and find out. And we're back with another Q&A episode. We love these cues. And you could submit yours at walletland.com slash voicemail. And if you do that, you might hear the answer, the A to your Q on a future episode of the Catholic Money Show. Yep. All right. Without further ado, let's get into this one. We've been asked this question many times over in the last six and a half years. And, you know, we ourselves have found ourselves in a similar situation asking ourselves this question <laughs> at a time or two. Yes. And it's this. How do you balance work life and family life when you're short on income? Mm, there's a few things here. Mm -hmm. So we're going to walk through it, uh, I guess, in order. First off is the balance between work life and family life. Now, balance, I don't know. Maybe we're getting a little too picky here. I hate the word balance. I'm not, and I'm not picking on, um, certainly not picking on the person who asked this question no. or anyone who's thinking this question, or when they heard it go, oh yeah, what's, what's going on there? Not picking on any of you. I, maybe I'm, if I'm picking on anything, it's just this idea of work-life balance. It's got to be yeah. balanced. How many podcast episodes or blog articles or coaching programs have promised this is the end goal? Mm -hmm. This is the outcome. We'll get you work-life balance. Yeah, balance, And then it's kind of a smoke and mirrors. Well, balance would imply that they're equal. Balance would imply that they are maybe the same importance and that, well, okay, should then the time spent be equal as well? Mm -hmm. um, and I think, but also, so that's, there's an issue with the, we're using the word balance there. Um, unless you, what you really got into it and okay, well, yes, family and my life is much more important. It's maybe it's heavier or something. Um, anyway, it, it balance isn't a good word. They should be rightly ordered. Rightly ordered. And of course... That doesn't flow off the tongue so well. <laughs> Work-life order rightly. Um, <laughs> now, there is dignity in work. We are called to work. Work existed before the fall. It's part of being human. Mm -hmm. We are not anti-work. Nope. Love work. But boy, are we pro-family. Mm -hmm. Work is at the service of the family. Yes. And so right there, just by the nature of of that, we know that family life is more important mm -hmm. and that work should never harm our family life yes. or take away from it unnecessarily mm -hmm. because the highest vocation that um, parents will have is to educate their children. And I'm not just meaning in book smarts, in a complete human formation. And if your work life is preventing you from doing that, well, that's a problem. No, I think probably most of the time anybody says work-life balance, it's shorthand for I'm spending too much time at work <laughs> and not enough time with my family. It's out of balance. It's not where it should be. It's not rightly ordered. Or in this particular question, I think there's an implication that maybe I'm spending too much time with my family Ooh. and now I'm shy on income because of it. <laughs> mm, yes, 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 yes. Or I, I, I fully understand family life's really, really important. That's low on income, though. That, so I got I to gotta go work now. But now I have less time with the family. So then why am I working? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, it could be kind of like a, a circular argument. So 
at, at the end of the day, a lot of times we'll, people will feel a, an imbalance between these two things. Mm-hmm. And I think to go back to the, the word of, of balance and how it is incorrect, because we're just going to have seasons. And I've gotten um, more used to this as the years have gone by, as we've, you know, our family's grown and as our business has grown. And I just know that there's certain seasons where we're a whole heck of a lot more all in on work because we are preparing for a big event or we are launching a new product uh, or we are hosting a challenge. And they're just times where we're going to be really focused on the work component. We're not neglecting our family, but objectively, are we having more childcare? Are we maybe finishing our homeschool a little quicker? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Um, but then the opposite can be true, too. We've got plenty of times during the year where we're kind of in between big projects and we're just kind of maintaining things. And uh, we have teammates maybe in charge of this, that or another. And our family just goes off and plays in the mountains for two weeks. Uh, or we do a ton of baking or we're watching a bunch of movies and we're just we're taking a bunch of time. Um, we're only working two hours a day for a week or two. That happens, too. And they kind of just it's all about what are the priorities of this given moment? What is God calling me to right now? And how do I rightly order those things in my weekly schedule? And I think a lot of times nowadays we can have screens robbing us of a significant amount of time every day that we don't even realize. And I think mm. that adds to this strain because now it feels like work's not getting enough time. Family life's not getting enough time. But wait, if I actually looked at my screen use that day, I was on, I was on my phone or on whatever for three and a half hours on social media. Mm. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if I erased three hours? What do I actually have back? I think that's that is a harder question to ask nowadays and our screen addicted a lot of times no fault of our own. I, I have that happen to me, too. It makes me angry. I don't want that. But sometimes the first place to look is screen usage and to vehemently attack that before we maybe go looking for things at work or in the family life. Mm. Yeah, if we're. We're looking at this, so then, you know, okay, yeah, I think especially when you're short on income is a good little extra to this question, because, all right, short on income, uh, we need more income. Yeah. Usually, that's going to mean more work. And less family time. And because of that, then there's less time with the fam. Mm -hmm. So that's a very natural thought. Yes. And that could be a scary thought, because maybe it already feels like you don't have a lot of time Mm -hmm. with your kids. It could also be as simple as we're short on income because we don't budget and we're out of control. That could be as well. And if you just created a budget, well, all of a sudden, you're not shy on income. How many people has that happened to that we've worked with? Many, Mm -hmm. many, many. Mm -hmm. That they discovered that actually the amount of money I have coming in every month is more than enough for my basic necessities and plenty of my wants. I just can't have every single want or whim that comes to my mind. And that's more than more than okay and actually good for us. Yeah, and there there was an article in, uh, I think it kind of ended up all over the place, but I read from the Wall Street Journal, and they you know called a ton of people and all this stuff, and everyone they asked would be happier with more money. Hmm. It didn't matter how much they hmm. made, 
they, they could all, make two million a year. They yeah. They it was it didn't matter if you were uh, only making tens of thousands or if you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm. A little bit more was always well. That's what we really need to be happy. Mm. It's just a little bit more. So it doesn't matter what you've got if you do. Everybody's sometimes, short on so, income. Sometimes huh? you need yes. Sometimes <laughs> you need more income. Yes. Period. A hundred percent. That is a reality for some people. Yep. Another reality is a lot of us feel like we should have more income. Mm-hmm. And that a little bit more income would solve a lot of problems. But it seems that even when that happens, you find more problems that are going to problems that need to be solved with more income mm-hmm. and so on. But let's go ahead and assume that this is one of those situations. Yeah. Okay. You got to have some more income. This is one of those situations where, yeah, you know what? We've been budgeting and we're just short on income. Mm -hmm. We don't have enough for maybe it's the basic needs plus a couple of wants. Maybe it's just there's not even enough for the wants or the basic needs. Mm -hmm. And so if we're in one of those situations where, we are so shy on income, we cannot meet our basic needs. You 100% need to go focus on, even if it's in the short term, earning more money. Mm-hmm. You need to get stability under your feet. And if I was, you know, if you're familiar with the wallet win method, we, we talk about the, the 12 money milestones. You know, you in this situation, you need to at least get a budget going and you need to get. $1,000 set aside, you need to then get a month ahead and break up the paycheck to paycheck cycle. I mean, whatever you need to do to get there is what I would do. That would be my first sprint. And that might mean that you are going to have minimal family time for a season. I'm talking do this for 90 days and then reevaluate. I think in 90 days, if you sprinted and you went all out, temporarily prioritizing a little bit more work time to be at the service of the family and the the stability of the family. Great. You might be there and now you can go ahead and back off on the work stuff a little bit. Or maybe you have taken that 90 days to also apply for other jobs or you took that time to uh, learn a new skill or to, to get another side hustle going. Um, or maybe you got a raise at the current job. There could be a lot of things that happen in that 90 days, but you do need to focus on temporarily earning more just to kind of shore up your family's defenses a bit. And then from, because when you are short on income and your family is drowning and you're not meeting your basic necessities, you are hijacked. You're not thinking right. You're not, you might be with your family, but you are not with your family. You're Hmm. not emotionally present. You're probably sitting and staring at a screen looking for ways to earn more money <laughs> or whatever, uh, or you're just distracted because you're, you're miserable. And so really any sort of family time in that situation is not ideal. Anyway, it's not going to be high quality because your family is feeling such stress. You are, and that's going to just trickle down into your whole family. So that's if, you, if you're short on income and you don't have your basic needs met. Well, John, let's have a conversation about what if your basic needs are met and it's now just for some wants? Mm-hmm. I think that's okay too. Absolutely. For a season. Hey, it'd be, or you could, and you could say, hey, you know, think, yeah, 
This would be nice if we had a little bit more going on, a little bit more income. Be nice to take a family vacation. That should be cool. We have many times, there was one time we went to Disney World and, you know, we just, we didn't, we didn't have a lot to save extra at that time. I think our business, I don't, I forget how old it was. It was still fairly young. And so I grabbed a side hustle. What did I do? It was the the grocery shopping and stuff, I did shipped. Yeah. Yeah, I did shipped. Um, as a, I did as a side hustle spotlight for our community so I could, it was really when shipped was very was, new yeah. and I was yeah. averaging, I think $30 an hour and mm-hmm. I did it for like two weeks and I had all the money we needed to go to Disney world <laughs> and it was awesome. Or, yeah, Our the, spending money yeah, while the, we were the, there. The souvenirs we'd already in the food and, and we'd yeah. already paid for the trip. Mm-hmm. I just wanted spending money while we were there. Yeah. So it was, it was fun, but I did have to say, okay, I'm going to give up. Giving up my a, Saturday. A Saturday, and, I, and you and the yeah. kids are going to go do some stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. going to go have fun yeah. doing this. But it was a little bit of a sacrifice. That was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's up it a little more. Well, one thing I was thinking about is earning more income. Call me crazy. In some situations, it'll be possible where earning more income can coincide with family time. And I'm not talking about becoming a YouTube family. Oh, that's one of the most guaranteed ways to destroy your destroy family. Destroy your family, yes. Um, <laughs> I think. Become the product. Uh, but let's say, as this may be easier when, you, when your kids are older, but you're picking up a side hustle to make stuff and sell it on Etsy or whatever, or to refinish furniture and put it on Marketplace. You can do that with a kid. Yeah. Do, that can be a hobby you grow in together. Yeah. We have uh, a teammate who runs an Etsy shop with one of her daughters. Mm-hmm. So there, there can be ways that you can do stuff together that can generate income. Yeah. And now That's fun. you're doing both. Mm-hmm. You're getting closer together by doing this hobby together, this project, and it's making money. Mm-hmm. So that's, that'd be, that's it, right? You're not giving up on it. You're multiplying now. You know, you're mm-hmm. two, two things happening in the, in the same hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to describe one more scenario. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Where, and I think this is one we found ourselves in many times, where your needs are met. Many, if not all of your wants are met. Not every one of them. And maybe you've got some long-term savings goals that are kind of limping, (laughs) for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. They could use a little bit of wind in their sails. And so we have actually, I mean, ever since starting our business, I'd, I'd say that's been more of the norm for us. And we've always come back to this discernment of, okay, okay, well, our business is not insanely needy. Like we, we actually keep it pretty tight. I might, I think I work 20 hours a week. You, I think on, what do you average? 30 hours a week. 30 to 40. And then the rest of the time we're with our kids and we're homeschooling or we're volunteering at church. And this order of our current life feels right. And of course, there's times when the, the scales tip heavily to one or the other. But for us to maybe increase our income a whole nother notch, every time we come to that discernment, we've discerned know that work does not get more for right now because our kids are still really little it's not the time to go get these get a get a bunch of speaking things that take us away from the home 
this, that, or the other. We have, we have very concrete reasons why we have chosen to not grow faster, even though sometimes I kind of want to, but I'm like, nope, 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 nope. We are in a season with our family that we can never get back. Mm-hmm. The work will always be there. The needs are met. A lot of wants are met. All right, savings takes longer than maybe I'd prefer, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And we're really okay. Our future's fine. We're okay. And we've chosen that. Some people would look at that and say, that's a short on income scenario and you shouldn't have that at all. But we disagree. And I think that for very specific reasons, us having very small children still in the home, we just choose to keep work in the place it's in. And it just doesn't get to get more right now. Someday there'll be more resources to give to that. But right now is not that time for us. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that is also a, a response to this question as well. You could just say, yeah, it'd be nice to have a bit more, but we're just not going to prioritize that right now because ultimately we are okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not always be chasing more. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. No, we're not telling you if, if you're destitute. No. To go choose. Oh, well, you know what? We've got family. No. You need to feed the family. Yes. And I would say, you know, the situation. It's not what you were saying. No, 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 no. And I would say that that's a, it's a, it's a privilege and an honor to have gotten to this situation that we're in. Absolutely. It's a gift, but this is 12 years of sacrificial decisions that got us to it. Mm -hmm. This was not, we just woke up one day and decided that this was how we we were going to live. This was 12 years of prioritized, rightly ordered work and family life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Last one, John. did you have another thought? Oh, yeah. We were just thinking here. about how how do we not be in this situation? I think we've hit that a fair bit. Okay. Um, but I'd say, I mean, you mentioned it really quickly. I just want to make sure it wasn't missed for anybody who might be in a situation like this where it'd be helpful. Is you said in that ninety day sprint, you're also applying to other jobs. Not you might some people might hear that goes like, oh, like applying for a second job. Just re- applying for a replacement job that's higher paying because mm-hmm. if you're you know if we're going to be out if I'm, sprinting but i'm be out of the home for however many hours a week working well hopefully you're making as much money as you can in those hours mm-hmm. uh, so yeah finding some other jobs maybe you know by going over to some other company you can make more by running after some promotion whatever it might be but to find those things and really intentionally look for them to apply for them to interview for them could mm-hmm. bring something good for your family. Yeah, cuz then hopefully the ideally at the end of 90 days, all right, let's say you increased your income by 30%, you know, hustling all these, you know, you, side gigs or whatever you were choosing to do. Mm-hmm. Millions of ways you could go ahead and uh and and meet fill in that gap, right? Especially nowadays. Well, hopefully the, the day job that you have, you would have figured out a way for that to now meet that 30% increase. And maybe it's going to take longer than 90 days. That's okay. But now you're getting that increased income, but you've shrunk back down to the normal working hours. Bingo. Yep. That's the ultimate win we're trying to get you to here. Yes. If you're in one of these pinches, because yeah, we're not going to be advocating for somebody to work 80 hours a week. 
Mm-mm. It's just not, especially if you have kids in the home. I'm not going to recommend that. Uh, I'm not, and, and you're going to figure out the balance of how much work time would be appropriate. During a sprint, maybe it is more like that, but that's still really crazy. I personally, I, I think, you know, 40 to 50 hours can still feel really intense in our culture. We live in a culture of like hustle culture, grind culture, 60 hour weeks, you know, where a lot of us grew up with parents working that much and it was, it wasn't good. And, um, I'm not advocating for working four hours a week and making a million dollars a year, like influencers tell you you ought to do or else you're stupid. (laughs) But, um, yeah, something that does truly allow you to have work goals that you're meeting in a way that is fulfilling, but also family goals and family things that you're working on and the amount of time to actually meet them. These are big and important things. And so the real key here is having both and cultivating time for both. And what I have found in, as our family has grown and our business needs have grown again, is that oftentimes something has to die in order to allow the proper time for both of these things to be there. And it ha- the things that have to die often are the things that I just want to do for me. And I'm going to hear people on the po- other side of the podcast being like, oh, you got to take care of you first. I'm talking about scroll time <laughs> uh, or you just binging a show. I'm not talking about not sleeping. I'm not talking about not eating a meal properly, not ec- exercising. I'm going to be praying every day. But the time that's got to go is me wasting time. And our culture has just gotten so used to wasting a lot of time. Hmm. And that's the stuff that's got to get cut first. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. There it is. Well, we love answering your questions. You can leave a question for us at wallowin.com slash voicemail, and you may hear it on a future episode of The Catholic Money Show. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.